The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Welcome to Brown Table Talk. I am DC Marshall, founder and CEO of Diverse and Engaged, a DEI thought leader, a LinkedIn top voice, and I'm here with my co-host, Mita. Hey there, Mita. Hey there, DC Marshall. I'm Mita Malik. I'm a LinkedIn top voice, a business leader, a mom, and now an author. My book, Reimagine Inclusion, Debunking 13 Myths to Transform Your Workplace, is available on Amazon to pre-order right now. Woohoo! Shout out for that. Yeah. And if you have been following us for some time, you know that Mita and I, we started the Brown Table Talk as a place uh, where we spill the tea on hard truths women of color face in their workplaces. And basically, it's from my perspective as a black woman and for Mita, her view as a South Asian woman. At our table, we unpack it all. We don't leave any juicy details out of the stories. Um, And then we provide you with tips that you need, not on how to survive, but how do you thrive in organizations wherever you are? All right. So Mita, my friend, what are we talking about on today's show? So are you ready for this, D? I'm waiting to talk to you about this topic. <laughs> oh, gosh. Here we go. Or she's like, oh, God, let me hold my breath. Oh. What are we talking about today? Are you loyal or lazy? Are you loyal or Whoa. lazy? Okay. So, are you loyal or lazy? Where, I'm sure there's a story. So D and I are going to get into this. We're going to spill some tea share some juicy stories and leave you with some tips at the end. So D, this is actually a shout out to Amy Schoenthal, who you will remember is a contributor for Forbes Women and covered oh, us. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Women covered yeah. Brown Table Talk and mm-hmm. us being signed by the LinkedIn Podcast Network. So thank you, Amy. A shout out to her. So she wrote this piece. I have been dying to talk to you about it, but of course we wait for the podcast. We wait for the podcast. Right. So the piece right. is staying at the same company for years, a sign of loyalty or laziness. So Amy writes this really great piece. I want to read the beginning and we can get into read it because it. it's read fascinating. It. Go. Let's, Amy, let's hear Amy, it. Amy, Amy. At a time when companies continue announcing one mass layoff after another, full-time employment certainly seems less stable than it once did. Jumping around every year to get a salary bump and risk a cluttered resume that might signal to future employers that you can't hold down a job for long. On the other hand, stick around at one company for too many years and risk stagnation, boredom, and complacency. And here's what Amy asks us to think about. Is it better to jump around or settle in? Is it better to jump around or settle in? This is a great piece. I encourage you all to read it. She's a lot of amazing thought leaders who've contributed to it. And Dee, I know you'll read it and see some familiar names in the piece. But what say you? I was like, huh, that's a really powerful question. Are you loyal or are you lazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, all I could hear is the song. There was a song. Uh, jump around. You remember that song back in the day? Yeah. I don't, rap song, jump around. <laughs> Sorry. 
That's what I'm thinking about. Well, let okay. me tell you. Go ahead, D. Go, tell go, me. go. Tell me. Tell me. I, I tell me. Yeah. Even even um even my mom's clued into this now. She says oh. to me, "How many years have you been at your job?" No. About three. She said, "Okay, good. Not too long yet." Oh no way, even mom! How even funny mom. is that? How funny and is my that? My dad, rest in peace. No, go ahead. Your dad, yes. I said, rest, rest my in dad, peace. rest in peace. He worked say? for the same company for like 25, 30 years. You know, like it, it was generationally, it was different. 30 plus right. years. He rose to be an executive there. Like would never have thought about jump around. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, but you know what that is? This is a generational thing. So let's dig into it. This is the difference between traditionalist boomer X is somewhere in the middle. Like the disruption mm-hmm. happened with Gen X, right? We came into, yes or yes, we came into the workplace and into our careers believing, thinking with the model, the understanding, you're going to find a good government job, a government meaning <laughs> a good, as, as well, you'll find a good job and you'll stay yes. and you'll hire and right. And, and I think for Gen X, there was uh that's where the disruption happened with restructuring, like corporate restructuring became a thing, right? Where mm-hmm. no, it was no longer that you could assume that you were safe and that you were going to have your job. So they started it. Like if there was a fight, not that we're fighting here, but if there was a fight, corporate America started the disruption of this idea that you could have a job and stay. And so they started to jump off. They st- listen, they, 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 that's the real jump off. And so I think, I think that's a, uh, the context that we also need um, before we get to talking about people, because see, you know where I'm going with this, you know, I'm on, I'm for the people. I'm yes. for the people. You get where I'm going with We're this? for the talk people about. at Brown Table We're Talk. We are for the people. you all here because as soon as somebody says jump around or lay off the, the target or who are they talking about? Jump around or lazy. They're talking about talent. They're talking about hard working Americans. Sidebar, why do I sound like a politician right now? Why? <laughs> are you running for office to DC Marshall? Not, never, never, but I will never, but I will support you if you run. You should Okay, run. good. Okay, okay, come back. Let's come back. But we but um, you know, there the 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 conversation is about hard working people. You know, the people who are here with us, the podcast, uh, our podcast listeners, our, our friends and uh, on LinkedIn, they're talking about us. They're talking about you. Are you lazy? Are you jumping around? When they started it, you all disrupted the idea that we could stay and be lo- loyal. So that's my first thought about this. They started it. Now we can go to the other. But, but what do you what do you say about that? This is like we didn't start the fire. Billy Joel. We didn't start the fire now that we're on soundtracks. Do you remember something called a pension? I'm going to, I'm joking, but I never, yeah, had, I don't even understand. Right. I never had access to that. I'm like, what? Let's talk about that. Right. And this note went out saying pensions no longer exist. I'm like, what's a pension? What? What's a pension? Right. You mean you can get paid even after you leave? Like they keep paying you <laughs> after you retire? How does that work? They just pay you? What? How does that work? The other thing, right. interesting. And, and is it going to be fair? Is it going to be fair and equitable it's pay? Be fair. Yes. And the other thing, when you think about this whole idea of disrupting loyalty, I love this. We've disrupted the idea of loyalty, vacation days and payouts. Do you remember that? 
Do you remember when people would save up for vacation and get paid out? Never happened to me. But again, I remember joining a company, getting a note, we no longer pay out vacations, right? They no longer paid out vacation days when you resigned. And so what would that, what would that mean? I would resign D I would resign and give you two weeks, but I would really give you five weeks because I would take all the vacation. Right. So people given five weeks notice. Cause they're like, Oh yeah, I'm giving you two weeks, but I got three weeks of vacation and you're not paying me out. So take it now. So it's like all of the policies have disrupted loyalty, right? All the reasons why That's you right. might stay long-term. That's right. That's right. I will say this though. You know, having worked at, you know, I've worked at many a large public company, many a large public company. And for the leaders who did stay 30 plus years and they either moved on because they wanted to or the company asked them to, I did notice many of them having a harder time landing in the market. They did eventually, but it was Mm -hmm. the whole, oh, you've worked somewhere so long, which is an unfair criticism, I think on some level, you've been somewhere too long. And it's like, no, I was loyal. I put in my dues. Look at all the things I did during my time here. Oh, I don't know if you're agile or nimble enough or if Mm -hmm. you have the skills to work somewhere smaller, you know, all the commentary Mm -hmm. that I would hear Mm -hmm. about these leaders who had moved on, which is actually why I decided to leave big public company to go to a to go to a tech yeah. late stage startup just to, as people always ask me that just to change up my leadership profile. Yeah. 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 You know what, you know, what bothers me about what you just shared is the, the conversation, the challenge, the response mm-hmm. to jumping to, to staying. And right. So for the person who says you stay, you know, you stay there so long or that whole commentary, you know, what's showing up for me. That feels very manager. That's not a leader because mm-hmm. that's such a low level conversation. I'm sorry. if It is. It is. Absolutely. Right but you it's hear this a lot. I mean, I hear this a lot as an executive yeah. now as I'm sitting in interview panels, like the comments from resumes. Oh, that person's been there. Oh, they worked there 25 years. They worked 35 years. You're like, well, look, look at the experience. Look at what they've done, done on the job versus how long they were there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a that's an unfortunate um, response. It, again, I'm going to go back to the leader. It shows the level of leadership and um, the level of I'm going to say or dare I say business acumen or there's another word that I'm looking for, because what it says is, first of all, as a leader on an interview panel, um, FYI, you're to, you're to look for uh, your job is a positive asset search. OK, P.A.S. Write that down. P.A.S positive asset search. Like right now you have to be so careful of sitting on panels and being a harsh critic versus find Mm -hmm. the asset, not, you know, look for reason to, to defend why, or argue why the person shouldn't have the role. So I don't know. I I can't get past, I can't get past that. Right. It's, it's fine. It's just, just let's go to, you know, this person has, you know, uh, 20 years. And so definitely a committed individual, definitely somebody whose skills are loyal, um, you know, probably heavily invested, have that conversation, have that conversation, what they do have, you could be okay. It's okay to have concerns, but don't argue for why the person 
uh, you know, or, or why staying at a company for a long period of time is a negative. So anyway, well, one of the thing. things I talk about in my book, reimagine inclusion, which I can't wait for you to read D I talk about gendered ageism. And I think this women face this more than men, right? Women are never the right age. I was that one right age for that one year at work. <laughs> Right. You're either too young or you're too old. But I see this a lot on resumes with women. Right. When I sit in, sit in on panels over the years and it's like if the resume of a woman has all these years of experience, then there are more questions. Right. Could she keep up with the pace here? Is she agile? Is she nimble? And you're like, you know, I didn't do the same job for 35 years. That person, right. <laughs> it's like that person rose the ranks and did, you know, yeah. normally people aren't doing the same role if they've been at the same company for that yeah, that period of time. But what I find interesting and listen, I haven't sat in on every conversation in every room and every in, in every organization in corporate America. But I do think when we think about this, like interesting to think about it from the women's perspective of the loyal versus lazy. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise. A promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. A promise that pays off. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the LinkedIn Podcast Network, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, she's super bad. She's probably the champion in the space. Uh, female. And she happens uh, and black Melody Hobson. Mm, Melanie. Hobson. Yes, yes, yes. She, if you've ever been to a talk, I mean, she has talked about how she, you know, she rose to um, the level of, of CEO um, of aerial investments as a businesswoman. She said she stayed. She said she went in very young and she stayed committed. And so um, for, for folks who don't know, Melody Hobson, an American businesswoman, she's president and, CEO, uh, and co-CEO of Ariel Investments. And uh, um, I think she's still the chairwoman, actually, of our favorite beverage, Starbucks. Listen, yes, if you don't know her, Google her right now, friends. Right. right <laughs> Get right, Google right, right now because you know you need to know who she is. Yeah, yes. yeah. So that's a story of staying and what that means so you can reframe the narrative, but can we talk about the jumping around now, jumping yes. around and then the question of like lazy? Cause I'm interested in, I, I didn't read the article yet, but to hear more about what that means, what, 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 what's the frame for well, lazy? Because if you're, because if you stay somewhere too long, am I just lazy? 
because I'm not looking. I'm, not think, is it, I'm taking the easy way out. Am I just coasting? Is it quiet it's quitting? Coasting. It's all this stuff I, in the marketplace. Or am I loyal? But here's what I'll say, D, because this is what we talk about at our table, is that loyalty, my friends, is a two-way street. Loyalty is a two-way street. I will be loyal to you in a friendship and a relationship if you are loyal back. And that relationship is true for my employer. So if I am not being paid fairly and equ equitably, if I'm being passed up for promotions, I have earned and I deserve, I'm not titled appropriately. I mean, go back to the close to 60 episodes we've done so far uh, uh, for us. I, I will move on. And I have moved on. And I think many people yeah. can appreciate and respect and understand that. I will only give an organization so many chances before you have to yeah. say, okay, at what point do I say I'm not being celebrated and recognized here? I need to move on. Yeah. 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 I think, you know, now, so talking about uh, your last point about needing to move on um, in my before I, I took on the full, full-time, full-time CEO role. And I used to do executive coaching for high-level, high-ranking, high-profile women. Um, including me. You know, including, yep, high-level, you were it. And what <laughs> I would, I would always recommend that strategy of, yeah. you know, moving, movement, right? In order to get to goal. So here's the deal. There has to be a clear goal. Right. And so if, if there's a clear goal in terms of a career win, whether it's a C-suite or not, then perhaps the strategy um, is moving around for experience, for exposure, visibility, um, but more so experience. I think insight, you have to build uh, competency and skill. So moving around is a good thing, particularly for high level, high ranking and high profile women. Um, there's definitely reports and stats out there to talk about senior executive women in roles mm -hmm. that are non-rev generating entities and how then do you navigate your way to the C-suite is you have to have rev producing like product manufacturing there's whole there's lots of research out there that suggests that women need that kind of experience and so from that perspective we need to you need to move around moving around is a great strategy i've even had senior executives um, you know, in the last five, 10 years, a corporate restructure, things are moving, a lot of people mm -hmm. being let go. Hey, they're not letting you go, but uh, you, you should go now. You know why? Go on your terms because then you yes. can circle back. And guess what happened? Left, went to another financial house, circle back. Five years later, she got the big Ooh. bump up. Now, the yeah. other job in between let her go, but that was a restructure. It wasn't any fault of her own. So right. moving around is a positive. And you're, to your point, Mita, it's like, why would you be loyal and, and, and really lead with that narrative if the corporation, if you really can't trust corporate America to be loyal to you? You really can't at this point. There's some good and great people in corporate America, Absolutely. but at the end of the day, it's beyond them. They're going to say, look, when the, when the names and when the restructure comes to, and, and Mita, I know you've had it. You will have a big yes. heart. I have seen you and known you to have and manage teams and fight for your people. I don't know if I could say that here, not in, I won't say when I won't say, but I know, you know, so, so when the restructure comes, you don't have a, a choice about that, except you do argue and defend for your people. You've held space for your people. But my point in saying this is, 
corporate companies may not be loyal, but there are great people within great leaders. Shout out to all of the great leaders right now who go to bat for your people. Listen, you know, it's like Game of Thrones. I am suited up. (laughs) I don't know what I am like. You really are. You really are. With armor. With everything. I've seen it. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. No lies detected. No lies detected. Friend, I have seen you. Nita, how tall are you? Five, one and a half. Don't five one. I was going to say to be five, one and a half, baby. You, 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 you stay ready. You stay sitting on ready. I've got to stay ready. I've seen it. And I've seen you come out winning. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? Now, how, how does that, how does that happen? You just told the people they can't fire your people. No, like that's, a big, that's, no, but, but I've seen you. I'm just like, oh my gosh. You, you, really, you know what D we, we be who we wanted and needed when we were younger in our careers. That's what we need to do. I wish more people. Wow, friend, that's what I'm doing friend. for other people. That's what life's about now. We have to, this is why we do the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. podcast. Side, oh, sidebar, gosh. sidebar. I'm gonna come back. We're gonna come back to jumping around because I do want to talk about executives jumping around. But sidebar, before you move, you've even gone the battle for, I'm going to say, um, suppliers. I know that to be a fact of how you have gone to bat for me um, in previous roles. I feel like same thing. If it was downsize your supply chain or your suppliers or your vendors. I have seen no. you go to bat like, no, that's no diverse and engage is, is who we're working with. Or I've seen it for others and we need to pay them, pay them fast. I've seen I've known you when it take out the credit um, card. Deep. Uh, yes. And I'm telling you something. Sidebar. We're going to take this offline. But people were asking about you um, at Essence and all your friends were asking about you. They Dude, were. Can I get an invite to Essence? I need to go to Essence. You know, I've been friend, friend. You should come because I'm going to tell you the girls, they asked for you. All of your formers, they asked, they did. They their faces lit up. And I dare say the Joy Collective, how many times did she just melt and ooh and ah over Mita? Oh and I couldn't God. wait to get back and tell you, like, oh my God, Mita's gonna and I'll tell you more offline. Let's come okay. back to jumping. Let's but, come but back jumping. Here's what I want to say. Yes. Yeah. My I point in share, saying that was like, you go to bat, you have gone to yes, bat for internal and then you've also gone to bat here. Yep. And that was a conversation I was having. Um, but that jumping around, let's go there because there are some people that need to yep. stop. Just stop. Just stop. Stop it. Because it does. It, that's a that's a flag. That's a flag. Go ahead. Go. Listen, what do you there's think? a different bar for us. That's why we have this podcast. There is. So if I've jumped around five, six times, how's that going to be viewed? versus another person's resume. I will leave it at that. But I want to, before we go into tips, give everyone the big piece of advice you gave me. Well, you've given me many big pieces of advice. This is back in the day when you used to coach. So you had said to me, you have to interview at least once a year. Yep. You have to interview at least once a year. I was like, what do you mean? I'm not looking for a job. You were like, it doesn't matter. You have to stay sharp. You have to stay engaged. And because of that conversation, I always have my resume updated because you never know. You never know. And so that is the fear. And I've seen this in parts of times in my career where I'm really happy and I'm loyal. And then something happens. Something happens. Leader moves on. There's a restructure. Your team is downsized. Your role is different. And then you're like, oh my God, I have to get out of here. And I call DC Marshall. And then you're like, were you interviewing? 
Were you practicing? Were you ready? Because we should always be ready. No matter where you always be ready. Always be ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. But that yes, yes, yes. But that moving around, I've seen some place in the mar or some people who are that kind of have a bit of a presence, you know, or, or I guess maybe it's because LinkedIn, we we all sort of play here on this larger network or in this big room. Let's just call LinkedIn a really big room and an amazing room with amazing people. And so you can see sometimes people moving around and you're like, wait a minute now, did they just, go, weren't they, were they at that job a year? So this is real talk. I'm, we're just real mm-hmm. talk. Weren't, was it a year? So when you move every year, I, I think th- th- that's a flag. That's a flag every year for the last five Especially years at the executive level. It's certainly a flag at an executive level. I at would the executive say executive level. I think you're and right. If you I were, let's right. say a staff engineer in tech, you probably could move around more often. I certainly moved around a lot more in my early part of my career, but I think either way, to your point, you've got to have your story. Why did you? Yeah. Move? Yeah. If you are moving. You want to change the narrative. Yeah. That, you're proactively managing your career and not to be branded as being disloyal or a jumper. Right. Right. Around. Right. For instance, you could negotiate those short term projects. Yes. Like we've talked about that as a strategy I've shared with, uh, you know, again, high level, high ranking, high profile women. Hey, you, you could renegotiate. I have advised there, there's a job interview, mm-hmm. but you should renegotiate. You should just have the meeting, have the meaning. Baby, you are worth be over and above the job, baby. You need Olivia Pope. Dope. Did I not tell you you were the Olivia Pope? Mita, did I not say you're I'm Olivia melt. Pope? Do you just want me to fall off the chair? Because that is the greatest compliment. Oh, right. Remember that I was like, this is you're the fixer. Remember on the, at the marketing, at the multicultural marketing, yes. inclusive, inclusive culture. Yeah. You could advise. Remember, even being yes. tapped by big. I'm gonna gonna say ride share. We won't call names, but I'm like, you have the meeting and you can re- negotiate for different roles and that could have that that could help prevent jumping around so mm-hmm. to your point high level executives it is probably not in the best interest to jump around because you need a bit of time to get acclimated. You need a bit of time Absolutely. to um, to show, improve and to increase. Right. You're not there to maintain status quo as a senior executive. You are there to increase, to add value, to leave the place better than you came if you're a high level executive. So it takes a little while to get acclimated and then take a little bit longer to get this thing going and then to execute. And so. If, if you can't be there for a short, a reasonable window of time um, and and um, your departure should not be a surprise at an executive level, you should negotiate your departure. Mm-hmm. If it's within two years, that. negotiate. And that's you go in, negotiate a year. I'll do this for 18 months. I want to be part of the transition. I could turn mm-hmm. this organization around. OK, there you go. Love All that. right. That was an amazing conversation. It flew by way too quickly. We are now headed over to our tips. So over to you, my friend, for tip one and two. All right. So tip number one, be strategic and own the narrative when moving around. Be strategic. Certainly okay to navigate however it is that you desire. Number two, negotiate. Negotiate the terms of your transitions on the front end and even on the back end, but more so proactively negotiate your movement. Mita, what do you have for number three? 
Number three D, as we always say at the Brown Table Talk podcast, go where you are celebrated, not tolerated. My friends, loyalty is a two-way street, needs to be earned by both parties. Thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed today's conversation, please share it with a friend who needs to hear it. Please go ahead and subscribe and review. And we will see you next time. All right, now it's time to cue the music. Jump around. Jump around. Side effects of listening to Brown Table Talk may include allies unleashed, getting paid more, and a dose of badassery all the way around. More at www.browntabletalkpodcast.com. Podcast.com.